Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. Many of our listeners will be familiar with their particular weekly community newspaper, whether it's the Northeastern Tribune or the Rosebank Ilani Gazette or the Santon Chronicle or other knock-and-drop publications that arrive weekly. With me in the studio is Sipo Siso, who is the newly appointed editor of the Northeastern Tribune, as well as Eliane Dubasson, who is the sales manager of, um, of Caxton Joburg North. Welcome and thank you for schlepping across town on a Friday afternoon to be, to be here. Thank you thank so you. much. Thank you so much. Um, Sipo, I know that you have been with the Caxton Papers for a long time. When did That's you start? Right. I started to 2006. Okay, so it's almost, what, 20 years? Uh, no, roughly about uh, 12. 12. Oh, my math is really bad. So, okay, so that's not as long as I thought. But you you were previously at the Alex newspaper. Uh, that's right, and I'm, um, I'm still, I'm running two of them, two in of fact. Them. So it's the Alex News and the Northeastern Tribune. And both, the, I mean, is it a very different paper? The areas are very different, obviously. Uh, yes, to a certain extent, though there are areas that are almost now uh, difficult to distinguish. Really? Mm. What, are the, uh, what are the different issues facing the communities? Um, mainly in, Al- in Alex, for instance, it's your, your social issues, your, you know, the, the poverty and so forth. But uh, the, the Northeastern Tribune is... It's a business community, it's business issues, and uh, then steps in the elements of crime and so on. Although there is crime in Alex, but most of it is committed in other areas, you know. So the the years that you have been following, do you see growth in Alex? Yes, there is substantial growth, yes. And already now we have uh, three newspapers there which are uh, competitors to us, including a radio station. Wow, hey, that's absolutely fascinating. Well, let's bring Ilian into the discussion here because community newspaper is a different kind of thing. It represents what's happening in our area. He mentioned the crime sometimes is less exciting to read about. Yeah. But, and it offers what's on. What do you think that the role of a community paper today is in light of all the social media? Your community paper will never, ever go away. If you look at it at the end of the day, we are so unique in the fact that everybody else talks global and national. And there's nothing that really talks to them about their pick and pay and their pothole and their homes and the things that are only relevant to them specifically. And for that reason specifically, community papers will never, ever go away because it's personal. And if you look with the impact, um, if you look, it is in effect a community notice board. (laughs) If you look in effect with your social media coming in, we've got that element as well. We've said, yes, there's papers, but there's also online. And in a paper specifically like Northeastern Tribune, we've actually seen a growth of our readership compared from 2013. That was a 31% jumping up to 72%. Mm. So that tells us it's really healthy. And if you look online, we've actually grown our online um, eyeballs to about 70,000 unique visitors a month. So it tells us that these communities are looking at both. They're not going either or. 
They want to know what is on in their community, and they will look at that content on any platform. And Sipa has just referred to the fact that in Alex, they have two new competitors, print competitors. Mm. What, what is that indicative of? I think Alex is probably the paper for me that has got the most potential. If you look the new Alex Mall that they've just built, it's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, if you look at the development that's going on in Alex, I don't think we've really given the attention to our rural areas the way we have to our other areas like Sentinel Fours. So to me, Alex is opportunity. Alex is in a way the gateway to Joburg. Um, Caxton relies obviously on advertising. Absolutely. So possibly that's why you've concentrated on those areas. Is that fair comment? Absolutely. I can't have the one without the others. If you look, we're talking audiences and it's the businesses within our areas that sustain us. But those businesses within those areas also sustain the actual communities. So, yes, I do need those advertising. And we've actually seen a huge growth in Alex specifically. And it's all becoming a lot more local. Mm. It's not people going from other places expecting the Alex community to come to them. It's business within Alex catering to the Alex community. Siba, you must have seen lots of changes within communities and in what people are interested in. Uh, what are the kinds of, I mean, you've, you, you've been there, you've worked, I imagine, on different papers as well. Yes. Um, what changes do you see within the communities? Um, there's, there's a lot of changes in terms of uh, demographics. Those have changed. And sometimes even the readership itself, you know, I'll, I'll give you, for instance, in Alex, for instance, uh, most of our readers are, are young people, the youth, you know, and those are some of the changes in, that are happening because of the introduction of uh, social media and so forth. Um, most of them have smartphones, so it's okay. easy for them to mm -hmm. go into uh, the websites, and it's people that like to chat. They also, you know, uh, respond to issues and so forth. So the response is very, very big. And in terms of how often do you find yourself going out looking for stories, and how often do stories find you, that people contact you in the community and say, you're my first port of call, there's, there's this problem, deal with it. Yes. Um, for instance, in Alex, for instance, if, if, if there's an issue, uh, the only publication that they think of is Alex News. Yeah. And when they say Alex News, they think of SEPA. Yeah. So I get this often. Uh, you get calls, people wanting you to come and solve a certain issue and so forth. So they call a lot. So they call you. And then what, what is your next step? You know, there's a problem in Alex. What do you do? Um, if there's a problem in Alex, for instance, um, may, maybe let me let me say somebody calls and says there's an issue in Alex about this and about that. Uh, the first port of call is to find out where it is and then rush there. And when you're on the scene, then you talk to whoever you can find to let you know and you call the cops. If the cops are not there, if they are there, then it's easy. Right. And then and then it obviously feeds in. The other thing is, we spoke a little bit, Ilian, about the advertising. Um, is that changing? Is that becoming more online as well? Absolutely. There, there has been. You'll find the, the traditional advertiser still believes in his print. If you look at it, the inserts, your pick and pays, your spas. But even they are investing heavily in online. I think as an advertiser, if you are not playing in both of those spheres, I don't think you will actually survive. Really? So you have to have you both have to. print you and online. To. Yeah, you print. have to. And you have to talk to your actual target market. 
um, and and they are changing. You're even finding older people that are online. So if you're only doing traditionally print, you are not going to. You're going to miss half of it. If you're only doing online, you're missing yeah, the half the print exactly. So it's a catch twenty two. So I believe you need the full synergy. And are people doing that? Are the advertisers yeah. doing that? They all yeah. are. So the same thing that most here. most people are. Yeah, we do find a little bit. Uh, you'll find your hip youngsters tend to only want to go online. Mm-hmm. That is happening a little bit more, um, but most of it is still in print. I don't think we are fully there yet where Europe is with online shopping, where you could actually just press a button and voila, it's there in twenty minutes. We're not quite there yet. Right. So people are comparative shopping online, but when it actually comes to decision makings, they actually get their deals in their newspaper. And obviously, as a consumer of a, of a Caxton newspaper, it's my first port of call when I'm looking for something local, Absolutely. where it be copper cleaning. Yeah. Or, do you do you ha- have you had any kind of really odd adverts that have been placed that have left you going? Mm-hmm. Cats looking cats. for cats. <laughs> Ladies for cats. wanting to do half page ads and are willing to pay like 20,000 rand to have their poor lost cat. And I'm like, please, you don't have to pay 20,000 <laughs> rand. <laughs> to lost have cats. It. Yeah. yeah, lost cats would probably be my weirdest. Uh, so. And Siva, you were nodding in agreement. Have you, what, what, what have kind of been that more odd things that you've, you've noticed? Um, yeah, the same things they call. Uh, with their lost cats, they want us to put a picture in there, and you know. I, I can, I'm story. not a cat person, but I, I can definitely sometimes. <laughs> Funny lost pet. Let's put it that way. Yeah, a yeah, person yeah. rather than <laughs> specifically true. a cat person. So I can understand the the um the, the kind of concern and, and wanting to find your lost animal. Um, Sipo, you spoke about the areas becoming closer, and, and, and you did too. You know, Alex is growing and developing, right. um, but the actual demographics of for example, the northeastern suburbs yes. has also changed. You know, maybe before it, you know, it was one group of people living here. You know, when the doll, dollhouse closed, people yeah. kind of rem- reminisced about the, yes. the, the not, I won't say fighting or tension, but the Lebanese were there, and the Italians were there, and the Portuguese were there, and the oh, Jews yes. were there, and you'd have flags hanging out the windows. <laughs> what, what is what is our what are our suburbs changing? How are they changing? And um, I, I know, for instance, your your orange group. Your orange group now has turned the demographics around. You know, you have more black people than anything, and you know they they are slowly encroaching into into the other areas. But uh, you still have areas that uh, uh, you know uh, are the same old. So I used to live in Yeovil um, many yes. years ago, and obviously there was a Yeovil newspaper. I, I forget its title. Yes, yes, I remember that. Um, I can't remember the name of the guy Neither. that used to oh, run it, yes, yeah. but I, I remember that publication, yes. And um, I'm assuming the Yeovil Tribune Gazette Chronicle is still in existence. Yeah, it's the Northeastern Tribune. That, it's that still the same Northeastern yes, Tribune. That goes so, in so, there, yeah. Okay, so we know that there are a lot of non-South Africans living in Yeovil and Berea. Yeah. Do you cater for their needs as well? Yes, yes, we, we don't discriminate. So, we cater for the animals. And do they feel as confident and comfortable to come to you? Know, like, like an example, you know, you, we've got, I don't know, you mention a name of a school that's often featured in Northeastern Tribune because I don't want to be looking like I'm favoritizing. But can yes. you give an example of a school that might be featured in Northeastern Tribune regularly? The, the Uville Community Secondary School, for instance. Okay, so they are equally featured. So yes. those smaller, because, you know, I kind of was thinking of a St. Mary's or, a, you know, one of the more 
maybe more elitist schools. No, 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 no. We do feature all of them. Yeah. So, and and uh, their communities. Do they have, for example, Nigerians living in town? Do they have different needs? Do they have, or do they kind of still stay more on the margins? Uh, they still stay more on the margins, but they have their issues as well, which they, you know, would like you to 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 cover for them. Um, I, I know, for instance, um, with the Uville Community School, you know, there's a lot of issues between uh, uh, the Congolese community and the Nigerians sometimes, you know, and then those are the issues that we we, we face. It's absolutely fascinating because actually, what you have is a microcosm of. Johannesburg, South Africa, and this is actually at the the kind of core. It is definitely at the core. We actually do um, research every three years through TNS, and the idea behind it is you can't say you're passionate about communities and then not intimately know them. So we do this research, and we actually go down to the Northeastern Tribune area, and we say who lives there, who shops there, who plays there. Um, and if you look a little bit, we, there's such a big shift, although Northeastern Tribune is actually one of the interesting areas because it's actually pretty stable. I think as somebody from the outside, you're looking at it, oh, that area is changing. But if you look at the area as a whole, it's actually very stable compared to a Santon and a Fours and a Midrand with all of their development. Um, Northeastern is actually staying very stable. Um, if you look at the stats as well, you'll see the age groups, the younger people that actually grew up here tend to stay here, and the older people as well. They're not moving out of this area. It is their community, and I think that's amazing from the stats to actually see that. So I've also seen a little bit of the ratio between black and white going down a little bit, and that shift is going from the youth. What do you mean, um, the so ratio? The ratio. So currently we are looking at, um, from th- 2013 it was 56% down to 47 and your white's gone up from 38 to 45%. And what we're seeing in the stats is that um, your younger black children are moving out, which could be that it's a Santon and a Foy's is more alluring because there's more entertainment, there's there's more nightlife and those kind of things in that areas. So you are seeing shifts, but it's not that major. And the other interesting thing is, is that your LSMs are very stable in this area. So you're looking at parts like Lubwood up the road and you're thinking it's going poor. It's actually not. It's not at all. It's very, very stable. So if we're going to kind of focus on that, we have to look at the Ray of Aya and Louis Botha because I know as a community (laughs) person living here, it's kind of been one of the biggest issues. Now, how do you, I mean, how do you as a community newspaper navigate sensitive issues? We just, we, we deal with it as fairly as what we possibly could. Yeah. Um, from all aspects and all angles, we're not here to choose sides. We, we've got such diverse communities and we have to cater to all of them and we just have to tell the, stru- the story as the it way it is. Is it still causing tension, upset, Sipo? Is it still one of the burning <laughs> issues? Yeah, it is. It's still one of the burning issues. But uh, like she says, you know, we, we, Hanged professionally. Yeah. Yes. And also, obviously, I mean, I know for a fact that the Caxton media are apolitical. Yes. Um, but obviously, during local election times, things must heat up or not really. Um, they do heat up. But uh, we, we always try and balance the scale. You know, if we publish 
whichever political party we must also publish the other you know we 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 don't like favor one over the other right yes. and, and um obviously in terms of communities wanting their councillors you allow councillors irrespective of parties to respond and get oh, the dialogue dialogue going oh yes we try by all means to always keep the councillors on their toes yes yeah. so you basically have an accountability role in terms of public interest and yes yes are you? Do you go to work every day with a sense of excitement? I mean, uh, Ilian, how long have you been? <laughs> <laughs> I've been there twelve years. Oh, so you've also been there? Yeah. It, it's, Sorry, it's, I just haven't come across you or a yeah. name I see yeah, regularly. No. Yeah, because it's the, the sales part. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they do all the Behind interesting the stuff. <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, yes, we are excited because I think we get to meet so many different people from every day or something new. Not. There's not a day that's the same, the same as what as it, was it was the previous before. day, and every client's need is different. Whether it's content, whether it's a advertiser, they're all different, but we're all working towards the same goal. What I often see with um, news uh, reporters from the Caxton Media is, in a way, it's also a very nice breeding ground, breeding ground yes. for young journalists. Do you mentor journalists and? Yes, we, we, we mentor them so much. Um, in fact, for over the years, people have known Caxton as a, a training ground. You right. know, we train these people and, and let them go into the world and find new pastures and so forth. This is why we established, um, a, a training college. We have our own training college. I didn't know that. Uh, where these uh, kids sometimes go through, but we also attract other people from outside that are interested in coming to us and uh, we train them. Yes. So would it be fair to say that your, your journalists and reporters are all, not all, but are mainly young aspirants looking for their first job? That's right. We, we are actually their first port of call when they're looking for a job. They, they, they think Caxton. They think Caxton. And, and then, then they, they, they get their guy, job. They think they've outgrown Caxton and then they go and they move, move which, on. Which must also mean there must be quite a rapid staff change over? Um, it used to be, but now it's getting a little stable. You know, um, I, I was talking to my colleagues the other day, I was saying to them, you know, it, it's it's quite interesting to, to notice that here now we have journalists that are over, you know, six months to a year still with Caxton. You know, it, it, those years they, they just used to come and go, come and go, come and go. But now they are getting Settled, settled yeah. yeah. And also you can share among the papers, you know. Um, I, 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 I hear and I'm absolutely fascinated by what you're saying about Santon and Madran actually showing them more movement. But it must be nice for reporters also to have an opportunity to experience Joburg, different areas. That's right. I, I, I think that's part of um, uh, the, the government program of social cohesion, you know, mm -hmm. that. We we share some of the relevant stuff, although we don't share necessarily everything, but we share some of the relevant stuff to 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 ensure that if you are in uh, in in Santin, for instance, you have a, a clue and idea of what is happening in Alexander or right. what is happening in the Northeastern Tribune and so forth. So we do share that from time to time. Ilian, would you like to just give any kind of 
contact details in case anybody would like to contact you with regard yes, to advertising? Please, my number is 011-293-6176 or you can email me on elenp, E-L-E-E-N-P at caxton.co.za. Can if anybody missed that, they're welcome to contact me and hey, I will. Hey, <laughs> and um, Sipa, my final question for you. Um, anything kind of three months till the end of the year? Are there any red flags or big issues that you think going to have our community either very excited or very worried? <laughs> yes, there, there's a couple of uh, things that uh, projects that we're actually working on. Um, we, we're trying to theme every month to, to, to the relevant um, uh, program or government aligned program that is there. For instance, you, you have your transport month, you have your uh, tourism month, you have your AIDS, you have your Christmas mm. fever and so forth. Mm. So those are the things that we, 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 we featuring is. So I wish you a lot of luck. Thank you so much again to both of you for coming in. Uh, I actually wanted to have this conversation for quite some time because I'm always fascinated to know about our own area, as is indeed all of us. So thank you very much yeah, for coming in. Thank you in. so much for the thank opportunity. You. That was Sipa Sisa, who is the editor of the Northeastern Tribune, and Eliane Dubasan, who is the sales manager of Caxton Joburg North.